Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You are not going to believe what happened at the start of Raw. Jay Cargill's music hit and she came out. <laughs> no, she didn't. I just wanted to send those internet people crazy. Also, hello, my friends, and welcome to Ups and Downs for Monday Night Raw. It's Simon Miller for one of my weird hotel episodes because I'm on the road doing my thing, which is why I'm basically naked here. Don't get me wrong. I don't enjoy dressing like this, but it's so damn hot. I'm already sweating. So if you want a sweaty Ups and Downs, all your dreams have just come true. But if they are your dreams... What the hell are we talking about? Oh, I just remembered as well that there's a trailer going out later for the brand new What Culture Wrestling podcast channel. That's right. The podcasts are coming so that you can see them, which makes sense in 2023. So just make sure you do it. Raw did kick off excellently, though, because it was none other than Mr. Whoa. That's right. It was Cody Rhodes. Now, he wanted to talk about the fact that everybody backstage hates Jay Uso, given that it was him who brought Uso to Monday nights. He felt responsible, but before he could say anything, somebody interrupted. And given somebody always interrupts the opening to Raw, let's play a game. That's right, welcome to the wheel of who interrupted the opening Raw promo. This is never going to get on television, and we're going to give it a spin. You've got a few seconds to have a guess. Who do you think it's going to be? Maybe a Damien Priest or a Sami Zayn? No, that's right. It was the condom. Don't give yourself a point if you did get that correct. And Dom Dom was all like, listen, Code, you did bring him over here, but do you know what's going to happen? Jay Uso is going to join us in the Judgment Day. Ah, shit. I mean, I think that's what he was saying, but he was being booed so loud it was hard to hear. He was also a sad panda. He was all like, oh, man, Rhea Ripley's not going to be here for a couple of weeks because Nia Jackson whoops her ass last week. And now she's injured. This is when Cody took the microphone back and was all like, listen, bro, I can't hear what you're saying because you're being jeered. And it was true. Maybe Dominic Mysterio was like, I'm dying. I'm dying. Somebody help me. We wouldn't have known. Cody also made this comment where he was a bit like, well, maybe you're a little bit more into Rhea Ripley than Rhea Ripley is into you. So there's a bit of a tease. And he reminded us, I rewatched the show last week and Rhea seemed very interested in Jey Uso. Maybe you want to keep an eye on it. So we are using schoolyard tactics here, which is kind of true, because then the condom brought out Damien Priest and Finn Balor, who are his family. When we saw Dragon Lee in the audience, if you can believe it, we are going to be doing an NXT North American title match on Raw in a couple of weeks. Get those numbers. This was all going to lead into a match as well, but look, it was basically your favourite face taking on your favourite heel. You can't get mad at that, even though that one person always will. Feel sorry for that guy. He must be so damn miserable. I'm not. 
Especially because Cody Rhodes won. Naturally. What else was going to happen? This was pretty quick as well, but Dominic wasn't hurt by it at all, which is a testament to him and what he's done with that character. And this was still the case, even though Finn Balor and Damian Priest basically cast interference the whole time. Cody's like, I don't care about that. He hit the crossroads before they hit the Cody Cota. One, two, three. It got so much better after the fact, though, because, of course, the Day of Judgment all like, oh, man, we're going to beat you up now. When out came Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn to make the save, because Cody does have friends... When KO got the mic, I was like, look, we're about to cut to a commercial, but I need to talk to you. And this was all down to the fact that it was the American Nightmare that brought Jay Uso to Mondays, and KO wanted to know one question. Why? Now, a lot of people in the back also wanted to know the answer to this, and bless Cody, man. It's just the ultimate baby face. He was like, well, I'll tell you why. Because I just want to make people happy. I was like, damn it, Rhodes, why are you so lovable? He also felt like everybody deserves a second chance, which was the same for Kevin Owens. Let's not forget, KO, you have stabbed a lot of people in the back during your time. And if somebody like Sami Zayn hadn't forgive you, well, you'd be in the gutter. He also justified it by saying, actually, now when you look at the bloodline, they're definitely one member down, which is good for all of WWE. And Sam was doing the same. He was like, listen, Kevin, I understand that you hate him, but me and Cody have found a way. Why don't you do that as well? They really did try to relate to his better side as well, because they were like, you know, you forgave me, Sami Zayn, now we're best of friends. But I was just like, nope, 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 nope. Because he cannot forget the fact that, hey, ho, Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn, you are not the universal champion right now because of the bloodline and because of Jey Uso. And it's the same with me. I should have beaten Roman like 722 times, but actually look at the record books and it's zero. Kevin had the best line because he was like, look, well, I don't trust Jay, but I do trust you guys, so don't let me down. I was like, oh man, Kevin Owens is so going to turn heel. I mean, if he did do that to it, it'd make all the sense in the world because we planted the seeds. And the best part about this segment is that it rewarded you for being a fan. You can hear KO's words and think to yourself... Actually, he's got a pretty damn good point. It also underlines how good that bloodline angle has been because we have turned Jey Uso into a megastar. He's basically Poochie from The Simpsons. Everyone's like, well, he's not on screen right now, but we should be talking about Jay. This was also going to play out through the entirety of Raw. It is getting it up. Michael Cole then told us that as well as Rhea Ripley, Raquel Rodriguez is also out of action because of what Nia Jax had done. But it's also like, oh yeah, you may have seen we advertise a two out of three falls match but flub you, you not getting it. Now the reason for this is because Eric from the Viking Raiders has been injured, so I hope he's okay. When we cut to the back, there was Adam Pearce telling the New Day. And the New Day were like, well, why don't we just have a one-on-one -on -one match? Why aren't you able to figure this stuff out? Adam totally agreed to this though, which is where the New Day played rock, paper, scissors to decide who would compete. They'd be going a decade, and I love them more than ever. Kofi was able to win that one as well, meaning it was Kofi Kingston versus Ivar. And I kid you not, this was flubbing brilliant. It may be because it was so last minute, the handcuffs were released, but my gosh, Ivar was flying around the place like no big man should be able to. And this Kingston, he just gets you involved somehow. He has some sort of magical power. We also had this awesome one-two, ooh, when Ivar kicked out of the SOS, which is when he came back with this double underhook powerbomb, and Kofi kicked out of one-two, ooh, when flipping Ivar went to the top rope as Valhalla was like, do it, do it, I'm casting a potion here, and he hit this moonsault. It may have been the best moonsault I ever saw. It also resulted in another one-two-oo, and I was so plugged into this, as was the crowd, which is when Kofi Kingston got out of the way, he hit the trouble in paradise, uno dos tres. But seriously, this may be one of the best out-of-nowhere matches Raw has had all year. We need to do more with these guys. This is getting it up. Ricochet was being interviewed next, and do you know why he was pissed off? Because last week, Shinsuke Nakamura 
had hit him with a chair. I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. He then dropped the line, well, if you want to play games, then let's play, because I'm a cheat code. I was like, what are you, Ricky? A game genie? Honestly, kids, you're going to have to ask your parents about that one. That is a hell of an old reference. They got quite funny because Shinsuke did arrive for their match, which when Seth Rollins had a plan, he was all like, ha I'm going to attack you. He totally failed. Because the security guards came out, and for once they did a good job, but I think they all had their hair on this occasion, and Shinsuke just hid behind them, and the champ couldn't do nothing. It also meant that we did get Ricochet versus Shinsuke Nakamura part 426, and here's the deal. Even though it did have a silly billy finish, actually what we're building here is damn good. And I think maybe Ricochet may get a world title match soon. Are you telling me we're going to get Seth Rollins versus Rick? It could be amazing. Ricochet also did this dive to begin with, and I was like, oh, thank you so much for that, so now aliens will not attack Earth. And he just did this springboard splash, and I watched it, and I was like, how is that so damn smooth? Somebody said he may be the best high flyer ever. Certainly up for debate. Nakamura got so annoyed by all of this, though, halfway through, he just went and got that chair again, when Ricochet was like, no, you're not doing this. He smashed him in the face when he got the weapon. He just cracked the ship out of Shinsuke, and the ref was like, well, what did you do that for, you goober? Now I've got to disqualify you. And he did. For some reason, Ricochet was then annoyed with the referee, so forgot that Nakamura existed. So this guy absolutely blasted him in the back of the head when Seth Rollins returned. This time, he got a few licks in there. The feud is on. It's important to note that before all of that, Nakamura had wrapped Ricochet's leg around right at the ring post and just ballooned it with the chair. And then, yeah, even though Seth tried to make the save, he was having a terrible evening because Nakamura grabbed his bad back. Oh, no, his back. He threw it into Alan the announce table. The best bit was, as Shinsuke was leaving, he grabbed his cardboard cutout of Seth Rollins and put it over his own face. I don't know if that was planned or not. I don't know what he was trying to achieve, but flub me, I laughed. Seth also tried to act all cool in the back during this, like, I'm not hurt, when he fell to the floor. So we're just building, and we're just building, and we're just building, and I get it. It is a little bit tee-hee-hee that all of a sudden Seth has gone, oh, yeah, I've got a bad back, and every week he's like an old man. But that's an angle, and that's a story, and we have rehabbed Shinsuke Nakamura so well, I still think he should become the champion. Will he? No, be damn well is getting it Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is 
is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Boris Axton was then interviewing Chelsea Green and Piper Niven. I should just tell you this. Chelsea Green is the best. She called Byron Brian and also was like, this Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark, they ain't even friends. How can they be a team? Unlike me and my best pal Piper Niven. And Piper's all like, oh, we're friends, are we? Where do I come from? Chelsea went, uh, Florida? <laughs> that made me laugh. We went straight into this tag match after it as well. And I just have to say this. It suffered greatly from positioning. You can't have two silly Billy finishes back to back. And that's what we did. Because it only went a couple of minutes when all of a sudden I Jax must have gone, oh yeah, I can go out there and interfere whenever I do, pleased. So why she didn't go out there straight away, I don't know. And she beat everybody up here before she flattened Shayna Baszler with the bonsai drop that we're now calling the Annihilator, I think. That's like WWE. That is the most wrestling thing ever. She also did a Samoan drop and that's okay because she is Samoan. And look, here's my take on it. It's going to annoy the comments, but just get annoyed. Don't worry about it. Go have a peanut butter sandwich or something. If you are going to bring Nia Jax back to the WWE, she should be some kind of monster. So that is an up. But it's got to be a down for having another DQ or no contest finished. We just had one minutes beforehand. Also, Zoe Stark is on a roll right now. So is Shayna Baszler after retiring Ronda Rousey. They should just be kicking fools' ass. I don't really think this worked when we throw it into the pot. So we got to give it a down. When we kept things simple. Because we made it clear that Chad Gable wants another crack at the Intercontinental title. So he went to Adam Pearce and said, yeah, geese a title shot. But Adam said, I can't, my dear boy. You tried a handful of times and, well, you didn't do it. So when Bronson Reed walked in, <laughs> he must have been stood right off camera listening like some kind of weirdo. And he agreed. Yeah, Gable, you've got to go to the back of the line, which means first you've got to fight me. Now, Chad was totally cool with this because he likes suplexing big guys he said like it was some kind of fetish and we'll get to this in just one second but i think we're about to tell a damn good story with chad gable i'm excited before that we did get all the social media numbers for the rock's return i was like okay good for you man i hope you enjoyed it a lot when we cut to jay uso he's a sad panda so he wanted to talk about drew back in time the heat they have with each other when damian priest walked in he was like oh jay you are the greatest person ever i love you deeply that's why you should join the Judgment Day. He went full on manipulation mode too, because he was like, look, we may not be a bloodline family, but we do respect each other. And if you do join our ranks, we'll give you massages and we'll give you a present. And every day you wake up, we'll be there to give you a hug. He then switched on a dime and was all like, oh, but by the way, we do need an answer this evening. So everyone that deals with Jay Uso is so damn passive aggressive, but this does tie into later. Well, small spoiler, it's pretty damn good. Which is when Bronson Reed defeated Chad Gable. Now, you'll be shouting out, oh, no, that sounds terrible. But I'm using my sixth sense here. Like I say, I think we're onto something. So we are giving it a damn up. 
What? Because here's the deal. We did make sure that Bronson just kicked this guy's ass with Chad Gable having a few comebacks. When he tweaked his knee, meaning when he went for the suplex, oh no, he wasn't able to do it because he was broken. That allowed Reed to hit the tsunami and was all like, well, I did it. But the sympathy that we poured on Chad Gable's shoulders, I'm sorry. Either we are being lied to or we are being teased. And if it is a tease, Chad Gable is going to hit Rob Bomb and then he's going to climb up that ladder. And maybe at the Royal Rumble, maybe the Survivor Series, maybe at WrestleMania, he will win the Intercontinental Championship. And if we play that out in the way that I hope, my word, I will cry water from my seeing devices. I mean, that's what I'm feeling in my bones and it will rule. But if we go the other way, WWE, you know what I'll do. I'll go on social media and I'll moan. <laughs> no, I won't. I'm being annoying, positive Pete. And people will message me going, Simon, you sit on the fence all the time. I'll be like, oh yeah? Well, my ass is feeling pretty good. Anyway, I've already told you, it does get an up. I believe. We also got the short-term plans for the Intercontinental title because right after this, we cut to Tommaso Ciampa in the back and he was like, I don't like Imperium. If I don't like Imperium, I don't like Gunther. And if I don't like Gunther, it means I want the IC Championship. He didn't say that at all, but we are going to get this match. And I tell you, Gunther versus Ciampa, that will rock your world. We then recapped everything with Becky Lynch winning the NXT title last week, which I thought was fabu. <laughs> she was in the back here when she fist-pumped Tazawa and blessed this Tazawa man. He was the happiest man ever. I love him. This is also when Jay Uso found Kevin Owens. I was like, oh man, this is gonna go bad. And Jay was all like, listen, pal, if you wanna say something to me, you should say it to my face. And Kevin Owens was like, well, maybe I'll take your face and I'll rip it off when Sami Zayn came in. It was like, goodness sake, everybody calm down. Kevin wasn't interested though. And he's like, listen, Sam, you may trust this guy, but I don't. And given that I don't have a match, I'm gonna go home. And he did. So I really do feel like Kevin Owens is going to be turning heel in 2024. And if we start it now, it really could be impactful. And Sam did turn to Jay here and was like, listen, man, you really shouldn't join the Judgment Day. Please do the right thing. And because we had seen Becky Lynch a few seconds ago, she came to the ring. That's just what wrestlers do. Now she admitted that winning the NXT title in 2024 wasn't on her bingo card. I was like, no, Bex, it shouldn't be. That's not how you play bingo. It does mean she is now a Grand Slam champion, though, and she does think that is pretty sweet, which it damn well is. And given that she is the champion, well, let's try and elevate the belt. Lynch is also going to be at NXT tomorrow, and it made sense to say this because she did crazy ratings on last week's show when, like all wrestlers this year, it was like, let's do an open challenge. Honestly, the open challenge is out of control, as is Natalia <laughs> answering open challenges. I, mean, I think this year alone, it's happened about 97 times. She did her usual stick of, oh, I worked so hard, and when I tried to beat Rhea Ripley, I came close, but I didn't. When Bex is like, well, yeah, it's kind of a problem, Nat, you know? You do lose a lot. And also, you know, I did mention Open Challenge, but I kind of wanted to face new blood. I think Natalia then called her a hypocritical ginger, which was enough to start this match. They got into it, it was fine, and it ended when they went for the most devastating move in all of sports entertainment. I mean, they basically had a big battle over it when Becky Lynch scored the surprise roll-up and she got the win. Imagine she didn't. So put another one on the roll-up board as it does continue to roll on, obviously. <laughs> we cut to Natalia after that in the corner and she was so upset. I actually felt a little bad for her. When all was said and done, though, this was just a massive advert for NXT. And good, we should be advertising NXT. Have you watched that show recently? It is flubbing excellent, and it's worthy of your time getting it up. We then have a quick segment with Dragon Lee, Domi, and Adam Pearce after this. Because Dominic was like, listen, the only reason I lost earlier, Pearce, is because of you. Because you didn't deal with Nia Jax, and now my Rhea Ripley's away for a fortnight. He also said that he doesn't like Dragon Lee because he wears a mask, and that reminds him of his deadbeat dad. And yeah... 
Dommy Boy is going against Carmelo Hayes on NXT later, and he's fighting Dragon Lee on Raw in the next couple of weeks. So once again, more commercials for NXT. Good. Which is when we made sure to warm Champa up, so he does have somewhat of a chance when he takes on Gunther, because he faced Giovanni Vinci. <laughs> this poor Giovanni man, he lost. Gunther gonna be pissed. He's also probably gonna be mad at Ludwig Kaiser because he tried to interfere here. He totally failed. Champa locked in the Gargano escape, which always leads me to stare off into the distance and go, where is Johnny Gargano? Why does nobody care? Vinci tapped out. Champa wins. Gunther was also watching this from the back from a normal angle, so he is a champion. That's how it always works. Just to double down on what I said a few seconds ago. Champa versus Gunther. I mean, it could be one of the best matches of the year. Up. And right after this, Seth Rollins got serious. Good. Because Saxton wanted to know how his back was, and Rollins took his glasses and threw them away, and he was like, well, Byron, it's not very good, but that's why, Shinsuke Nakamura, I'm ready for you, and you better be ready for me. I mean, his plan isn't great, because he told Shinsuke, you name the time and you name the place. That's like, Rollins, that's been the whole point. Shinsuke is going to do that, but the more you try and mug him off, the more he's not going to tell you. He did have this great line, though, where he was all like, our legacies will intertwine with each other. And again, I really think Nakamura needs to win here. But he won't. But it still allowed Seth Rollins to do some of his best work in ages. Just good stuff. As was our main event, and I tell you, this storyline is flying right now. There was Drew McIntyre versus Jey Uso, and we just tied into what wrestling is. Drew was really strong to begin with, so Jey Uso did a bunch of dives. 2023 Sports Entertainment. After about five minutes, the Judgment Day just walked out as well, which is my favorite wrestling trope, because they could have come out straight away. But they're like, no. We want to play some mind games, so we're going to wait behind the curtain, start our stopwatch, and we'll go when we're good already. Uso used that as sort of a distraction to hit a Samoan drop, which is perfectly fine because he is Samoan, when he went for another dive. But this made me laugh out loud. Drew was like, no, you've already done one. He just twonked him right in the face. It was funny. Interestingly, the condom then distracted the referee, which meant Damien Priest was grabbing Drew's leg, which allowed Jay Uso to hit the super kick, and all of a sudden it was like, oh my gosh, Uso was going to join the Judgment Day. He also got a one-two ooh, and after this, Jay went and fist bumped Priest. When he gave it a beat, he felt the crowd, and he hit him with a kick that was super. Then he took out Finn Balor, then he took out Dommy Boy, and I was like, ah, oh, Jay Uso, we love you. Very sadly for him, though, he'd completely forgotten he was in a wrestling match. He turned around and Drew McIntyre hit him with the Claymore, and he beat him. But I tell you, given that we are giving Jay a push at the moment, this was the best way to do it, because it all tied in. Obviously, right after this, the Day of Judgment had rehabbed themselves, and they were beating the crap out of Jay, and this is when we went even more in with the story, because Drew kind of thought to himself, well, I could save him, or I could not save him, and ultimately, he chose not to do it. He is definitely going to go heel. Cody Rhodes does not feel the same way, so he ran out, and he was like, Jay, I'll help you, and they did clean house, just got this great ending when Cody and Jay were standing tall. The Judgment Day had been boned and Drew McIntyre was still standing there going, oh, I don't know what to do. So we had planted the seeds at the start of the show and it had just built and built and built and built. And now I want to see what's going to happen. And look, Matt Riddle has gone away from WWE for one reason or another. I don't know when he is coming back, but this angle is actually better. So much so... Getting up. So this is the complete opposite of 2 plus 2 equals potato, because it does make sense, and once again, it's rewarding us for being fans. I thought this was a superb Raw, and I am giving it an up. It also means it's time for you to go into the comments and let me know what you thought about the show. Like the video, share the video, and subscribe. Click the video on the screen, which is ups and downs of a collision. I would appreciate you supporting all of the ups and downs episodes. Then you go to whatculture.com, 
and you can follow us on social media. My name is Simon for What Culture. Thank you very much for watching me as always. Remember to check out that brand new channel for the What Culture Wrestling Podcast because that will be cool. And I will see you soon. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Market.